This podcast is only for the attention of professional investors in the financial industry. Outer Blue by Amundi. Welcome to Blue Convictions, market analysis and asset allocation views. Hello, and thank you for joining us for Blue Convictions. Market volatility remains a fairly consistent theme with geopolitical risks, the ongoing energy crisis and inflation fears continuing to linger not just here in Europe, but further afield as well. Although inflation in the US does appear now to be coming under control, it remains well above the Fed's targets. So where are we heading? And how is Amundi adjusting its asset allocation? Well, let's get some analysis now from Monica Defend, the head of the Amundi Institute, who joins us now. Hello, Monica. Welcome to this month's edition of Blue Convictions. Hello, Tom, and welcome back to everybody. So, Monica, we've got lots to talk about. Let's start with the recent market sell-off. What's your view on it? What are the consequences and what's next? Well, Tom, looking at the markets, there is a a song uh, that uh, came uh, up on my mind, Mambo Number 5, but the rhythm is not uh, as uh, nice and and fun as with Mambo Number 5. We have a little bit of everything. So we have a little bit of inflation, higher than expected, both in the US and in the euro area. Uh, This is... uh, uh, really rising concerns uh, across consumers and investors because of the uh, monetary uh, policy forthcoming actions, geopolitical risk with the war uh, still uh, center stage, in particular uh, for uh, Europeans, the, the consequences uh, uh, might be uh, quite uh, quite huge and the political situation. So over the last weeks, we have seen the UK triggering literally uh, the, the sell-off with the announcement uh, from the uh, list trust on the fiscal package, the Bank of England rising rates, the Bank of England uh, starting quantitative easing. And last but not least, in Europe, there is no consensual view on how we are going to tackle uh, the uh, energy uh, crisis with Germany uh, taking uh, a domestic uh, initiative, 200 billion euros to support uh, the uh, energy uh, crisis uh, um, in Germany and uh, France, Italy and Spain asking uh, for uh, a EU uh, response. So there is a lot uh, going on and this is translating obviously in huge uh, volatility that is going to uh, remain there. Thanks. And there seems to be lots of volatility in the foreign exchange market as well. And the sell-off of the British pound is a case in point. What's going on there? Yeah, exactly. We were briefly mentioned that the UK trigger uh, the the sell-off in particular on the pension funds that were struggling in managing their assets and liabilities at a time of abrupt rates movement and eventually the Bank of England intervened uh, last week um, on the 28th of September uh, saying that they would start uh, buying long-dated bonds, uh, which is an initiative that uh, is really going uh, into the opposite direction uh, when they've been announcing that they would have started quantitative tightening. So uh, this is eventually uh, created a lot of turbulence on the uh, UK interest rate market on the uh, FX, on the British pound. Usually FX are quite responsive uh, to this this kind, uh, kind of noise, but this is spread out uh, on the FX market, meaning that the investor fears were that the Fed and the ECB might intervene 
as the Bank of England did in case uh, the economic situation uh, gets uh, into into trouble. We do not think that the ECB and the Fed are really uh, in that uh, in that corner or in the corner as uh, it was uh, for the uh, for the Bank of England. But definitely, um, this kind of volatility is here to stay. Now, in Europe, there doesn't seem yet to be much consensus on gas prices and there are concerns for the winter. What's the macro situation here? Well, starting from the macroeconomic situation, uh, the economic sentiment uh, is uh, uh, going down. In Europe, we have seen uh, the uh, PMI, the confidence uh, indicators, uh, all uh, deteriorating. We do expect uh, a recession kicking in on the fourth quarter. Um, energy uh, it's, is really the key matter uh, that needs to be uh, addressed in uh, in Europe. We have seen uh, the German uh, initiative on uh, 200 billion euro that prompt a wave of criticism from the European uh, leaders and uh, and official um, the traffic like coalition has made the problem worse uh, continue to oppose uh, to an EU level uh, of gas price cap it is not easy but this is something that uh, we need uh, to to address as soon as possible and uh, we still uh, we are still convinced that the EU package as it has been the case at the time of COVID might be the prompt solution uh, in order to uh, reduce uh, the debt and persistence of the crisis. Thanks, Monica. And just lastly, in light of this scenario, have you changed your asset allocation and what are the main convictions? Well, from a market perspective, I would say that we do maintain our uh, core theme. So uh, we do believe that rates uh, will uh, move up on uh, on the back of Okish central bank's stance, but uh, we are really uh, closer to uh, to the peak, having said that attractive uh, valuation on the uh, US uh, Treasury 10 years um, are, are present amid the geopolitical tensions, uh, concerns on economic growth that usually um, translating to government bonds, providing a kind of uh, protection uh, to to investors. We do believe as a core conviction that the curve will continue to, uh, to flatten. On the risk asset, uh, we remain of the idea that we need to be cautious. Uh, on the equity uh, side, stick to the earning story because we need to look uh, for, for growth. Uh, To this extent, we still prefer U.S. versus uh, um, Europe when it goes to the regional um, relative valuation. But as a change versus last month, we've been reducing to neutral uh, the exposure to to Chinese equity because of the persisting zero COVID um, policy spillover and the rebalancing in the uh, in the in the real estate uh, sector. Credit, um, U.S. investment grade uh, still uh, proves some uh, appeal, in particular relative to to high yield emerging market. We're mentioning China. Hard currency bonds uh, might offer uh, some um, some value, but you need to be quite selective uh, overall the full spectrum. Well, that's all we have time for. Monica Defend, head of the Amundi Institute. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. And thanks to you for joining us. We hope to have you with us again very soon for another edition of Blue Convictions.
This podcast is only for the attention of professional investors as defined in Directive 2004-39-EC, dated 21st of April 2004, on markets in financial instruments called MIFID, investment services providers, and any other professional of the financial industry. Views are subject to change and should not be relied upon as investment advice on behalf of Amundi.